0: To the Jonathan AFL Podcast, Round 2 2018. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain, and joining me is a man who had a run in with Richmond coach Dimmer Hardwick. It's Adam Rosenbark. G'day, Michael. Happy, uh, Merry Easter to you
1: and to all our fantastic listeners out there. Happy
0: Jesus. Yes, as we come to you from Wayne Jackson Studios,
1: once again we're, we're united, and we're united as a front. I had an altercation with Damien Hardwick, and you've got my back on this one, haven't you? Well, we'll see what you did first. Well, all right, so they, they played uh, Adelaide on Thursday night, correct? Yep. And yep. it was a tough game, it was a hard game. Grand final replay, apparently. Yeah, and I was, I was there. And I thought, I'm going I'm to keep my powder dry. I'm not going to say anything to Dimmer here, right? So I went round to uh, – so we're recording this on the Sunday afternoon. I went round to uh, his uh, Easter lunch. I rang the doorbell <laughs> and I barged past. I said, "G'day, Mrs. Hardwick, out of the way." And she's like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "It's Adam from Junk Time. You got a very important message." Yeah, and I just fuck. I gave him a spray. Game I a just bike? said, "Yeah, yeah." I was just like, "Mate, this is the worst Easter lunch I've ever seen. Yep. You're not as comfortable. You know, you're not the MCG now, are you, Dimmer? <laughs> in your fucking lounge room, you loser. You can't even. You know, you lost to Adelaide, mate. They're, they're 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 shit. You beat them in a grand final. They've got redemption on you now.
0: And Dimmer took it well."
1: Look, he had security around him. Okay. Amazingly, he has security everywhere he goes, which I was quite surprised by. He'd
0: have a nice place. He did sign a nice big fat contract just recently. Yeah, there's a couple of extensions going on. Mm-hmm. Not just one, but there was quite a few. Uh, Enlarging happing. the trophy cabinet, I imagine. Yeah,
1: he's really getting into that. Making and, room for uh, that second medal. Yeah, and, and amazingly, he has the uh, the leadership group over for,
0: for, I think for, for uh, lunch it's as well. It's the lunch. Oh, that's very good. Yeah,
1: yeah, and Sean Hampson was serving them food.
0: Gotcha, and there was there was was there a chef in the kitchen who... Disguised, look very suspicious, like Dicey's dad. Yes, yeah, yeah. He was just, <laughs> just, just cooking the leg, yeah, leg yeah. lamb. Yeah, his name was
1: uh, Steve, Steve, uh, <laughs> Steve Martin. They called him. So, um, so yeah, we 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 had our altercation. We we've sorted it out. Like, uh, it said, all right, mate. I, I apologise for for getting in your grill. You know, enjoy your getting uh, in the
0: kitchen, getting in your shoe shoebox.
1: Yeah, I was in his shoebox, big time. <laughs> and uh, I, um, I left. I took, I took several uh, Easter bunnies. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they belong to, but uh, his kids can cope without them. They'll be yeah. fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, he's got the money to replace them. Absolutely, yeah. we got a very special guest, Adam, for one of the first guests we had for, for a fair while. actually. Well, yeah, it's Just very difficult. the fact we've been in, yeah, technically seeing that I'm in Rod Carter Studios, you're in uh, Wayne Jackson Studios. It's very difficult to get that third person on. Yeah. So we're taking advantage of it today. While he's in town for the Melbourne International Comedy Festival, comedian, uh, former NITV journo. Uh, You're going to run through the tail of the tape. Yep. Uh, former coach for Spawn Districts, also um, uh, Eagles fan. That's what I'm saying, the most important thing. And I don't think we've actually had an Eagles fan as a guest before. No. Uh, Craig Quarterman.
2: Thanks, Thanks for very joining much, us guys. Great to be here. Um, yeah. yeah, no, we're, we're we're notorious for the wrong reasons. It's uh yep. it's pretty feral, and now they can fit seventy thousand of us in a stadium over there. It's it's fucking disgusting. It looks pretty amazing though over there, doesn't it? It also, looks great. And what I noticed as well yesterday
0: was that you've got like the one metre high, and maybe it's just for Freo games. Remember that that free prelim preliminary in Tawthorne where Freo fans just went nuts? They've got the fence, like about a one meter fence, kind of They've, just keeping people Behind bars. Yeah, so the ground is set like lower from
2: the uh, bottom of the stand, isn't it? So you're in like a cauldron. Yeah, absolutely. And the cover for the umpires as well is a nice long shoot. Like they put some some thought into (laughs) keeping us away from um, umpires and all that sort of stuff. I mean, I am a very passionate West Coast fan, but I can't watch with other Eagles fans. I know how feral and horrible. They are. I went to a North Melbourne West Coast game and I ended up going for North by the end of it. It was just weird. Really are, switched. They're horrible people. They really are. I love my team, but I can't stand those cunts.
0: Have you got to have a, Have you got to. Uh, come on, Craig, that sorry, kind of language. will not.
2: <laughs> we'll not fly Wayne Jackson
0: Studios. <laughs> you
2: have sullied the great Wayne Jackson. Um, uh, have you seen the actual stadium itself? I've only seen it from the outside. I haven't been mm. in it yet. Mm. But, um, you know, I was tempted to fly over to Perth because the girls, the, uh, the Fremantle Dockers opened that stadium up and uh, they. Uh, Forty thousand p- people went and watched that. That was fantastic. Mm. It's, um, but yeah, no, I haven't been inside to a- answer your question. I thought it was quite really Weird, Josh. Um, what's that guy that w- played for Hawthorn? Then went uh, be really successful in Sydney. Um, Kennedy was complaining oh, yeah. about how hard the uh, the ground was, and I was like, come on, it's beautiful out there. The, the Surface is, is too hard. You saying he was complaining how hard it was? After Buddy kicks eight. Yeah, Buddy must have suffered. <laughs> it was just too, uh, too bad on my ankles.
0: Buddy had sore feet for a different reason, though. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that is true. Is, is there any talk of when the footbridge will be coming? Because we know it's almost impossible to get to a
2: ground without
0: I, I believe one. there are life rafts, they're so ferrying people over. Yeah. It's
2: women and children first, and then. My wife is a, a project manager over in Perth, and all she does is just. Hang shit on the people that are trying to build that thing and talking about how terrible it was. It's the, I swear they tried to build the original one out of styrofoam. Like it was the cheapest, nastiest bridge they tried to pull together. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there's been huge issues with the uh, the contractors and the people that are you know being hired to build the damn thing. And it's being ported from Malaysia, I think. <laughs> it was the original plan, yes. Yeah, you because know, we don't have concrete. No, no, I can't
0: find any minerals in um,
2: WA at all. <laughs> <laughs> we've got so many. We've got so many track systems there because of the mines, right? You can't. You cannot catch a train from Perth to Geraldton, which is flying a k's away. No way. Yeah, the only thing that goes there is iron ore or wheat. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. So tell me, what is the geographic
0: location of that footbridge? By the fact, I imagine there's a car park next to the stadium, but there was a big deal about that guy ga- that first game. They said, "A." Hey, Public transport wasn't going to be able to handle it, but then also people actually getting to the ground. So is the is the ground on an island of some type or something? Yeah. Were they saying the, moat
1: around the island? What are they saying for the big bash? Plan to leave early, just but, because but it's that going was to be the really
0: saying, hard they, to get didn't out Didn't they there? cap the cap the, the crowd as well? Because they say we can't handle that many people come into the stadium
2: in one day. They had backfilled it on a swamp. It's right next to the river, and yeah, they've. They purpose-built that little patch of land underneath it on top of a marsh. So, yeah, there's, um, they built in a new train line. It was kind of awkward. I used to love it because I could just get on the train at the front of my house and I'd be straight right at the front door of Subiaco. It was great. Mm-hmm. But now, yeah, now I've got to catch two trains like a peasant. Disgraceful. <laughs> <laughs> to... yeah, yeah, yeah. so, so how did you a... uh, become an Eagles fan? Oh well, that didn't really have a lot of choice. I mean, this is the thing. I, I have a bit of a theory. When a kid has a team, if they're left to their own devices, I reckon it's about six or seven. Whoever's winning, that's who you go for. So when I was just being able to form my own opinion, that was about 91, 92, when uh, the Eagles started to, oh yeah, you know, really, really hit some prominence. And you know, I got, I got to actually, I was a little bit older then, but um, like 87 when they came in, we were pretty, you know, had a good run straight off the bat. Chris Lewis kind of looked like me as a kid, so I was kind of like, yeah, this makes sense, I'll yep. gravitate towards this, and, um, but yeah, it was just that pivotal time when the club came out, so that was it, and we got a big chip on our shoulder as West Australians, so once we had our own team, it was like very much. Yeah, fun. and it was almost like a state side back in those days, wasn't yeah. it, you are a very powerful team, too yeah. powerful, some would say. There was a ridiculous number of, um, yeah, state 18s, that there was like eight of them that got taken from the one side that took out the cup that year yep. and all in, straight into the first West Coast team and then Ross Glendening came over and um, captained the first side with that amazing mullet it was the it was, oh, it was you know you mix an afro and a mullet together but he did it so when you say you left your
0: own devices but wouldn't there have been a fair bit of Everyone would have been Eagles fan already.
2: No, nah, my dad is a. Um, so what a lot of West Australians did is they take on Victorian teams because of the colour or something that was similar to their state side. Because so Claremont
1: dad, is similar to Richmond, is that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah
2: very, very. That was kind of the, the rule of thumb. So dad was a South Fremantle supporter, so his team was Sydney or sorry, uh, South mm-hmm. Melbourne at the time. And so no, nah, no, nah, it wasn't. It wasn't definitely a lock. Whereas, um,
0: gotcha, you would have been born in a particular era, yeah. yeah, to be just, yeah, yeah. Just Did you have a waffle Eagles team? Uh,
2: was it uh, South Rio? So my grandfather was the first Indigenous man to be allowed to have a membership of the East Perth Football Club, and that allowed. Was, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Fuck. This, is, this is what I try to explain to people. You realise that Polly Farmer won awards for pubs he wasn't allowed in. You know, shit like that. That back in the day, that's what a lot. I love talking. Sorry, I know you guys like to tell jokes on your podcast. But no, no, I, no. If you look, come and watch my my comedy show, you realize that shit don't flat. No, so like probably, I'm not allowed <laughs> in a lot in a lot of pubs. But it's it's that's a kind lot of my different reasons. Fault. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I brought yeah. this on myself. Yeah. yeah. Um, so <laughs> as a family team, as a family team, it was East Perth. Mm-hmm. You know, because of pop. But um, but yeah, as I got older, so I went and played a couple of years at East Perth. Um, one year in the cold season. Colts with... Uh, Dean Cox was probably the biggest guy to come out of that team. Mm-hmm. And um, I was actually... Did there. you call him Big Cox? No, Coxie. It's uh-huh. Cox. <laughs> It's a shame. Because Big so... Cox is
0: really funny, especially when you say it in commentary. <laughs> Who would be a couple other names that came out of East Perth?
2: I was there the year... Uh, Joel Corey. Um, uh-huh. And then, uh, well, I was struggling to get into the reserve, side, so I was still playing amateurs, but I couldn't get a game of the reserves. When... Um, <laughs>
0: It's the dishwasher going off. Adam's doing very well,
2: Craig. Yeah. No, no, that's cool. And um, probably the other one, I was there the year that Chris Judd had one game for his Perth and kicked something like 19 goals in the midfield in like 20 minutes. And then were, at the end of the awards, they're kind of like, right, you are never going to see this kid here again. Yeah. And then that was it. And then he went on to become Chris Judd. And did
1: you play with uh, like uh, any players that, uh, that flatline? Like, you got any favourite
0: flatlining stories?
2: Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what happened
0: on the footy trip, size? So no, that's a fair point. That is a very fair point.
2: No, but you, there were a few blokes you were like, eh, "He's going to be trouble." <laughs> really? Yeah, when he gets older. Yeah, okay. There was a couple, and Jesus, these boys. Are, like, I'm thinking about how big. I was small in my team, and then I, I I've coached an under-15s boys' side. Yeah. From um, regional WA, and we went to Darwin, and under 15 These boys are massive, man. They're just scary. But I have to admit, they're better behaved than uh, back in the day. So we were smaller and naughtier.
0: So when you study those dudes, yeah, I mean, it's a leaping off point, Adam, for your very t- tasteful question, but <laughs> you can remember the days of like when those Eagles players were running rampant around Perth. Did they just pretty much own the town? Pretty much.
2: Yeah. Did you see them out a lot?
1: Yes. Okay. <laughs> you saw them so basically
0: every weekend you, you would see...
1: If you went out on the weekend, you would see those
2: blokes? Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I, we, there's one bloke who, in particular who was a... I, I don't know if I'll drop his name, but he was a 2006 grand final hero who was apparently notorious for passing on chlamydia. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> as in... he can hit in, the target, do you think? As in, <laughs> as in he, there was one young lady who confessed to being infected by him multiple times. Yeah, okay. Oh, you've yeah, got to okay. go back, though. You've got to make sure.
1: You can never... So does that mean, like, uh, if you are going to tag him, you're just, like, a bit unsure? Like, you just, you just don't want to get too close. Like... You know, in, in two, who who was the, the who would have been the tagger in the 2006 Swans team? Would that have been, like, Creswell, maybe? Was it the fellow with the kneecap? Yeah, is that him, Darren Creswell? Would have been Creswell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was around '06, was he? Was he not? No, I think He was, he it was around 96. Crouch. Oh, there you go, yeah. It would have been Crouch, crouch as, as yeah. a tagger
2: for Sydney. I remember so, that vividly.
1: So maybe we need to speak to him and see if he ever got... Uh,
2: <laughs> so,
0: oh. East Perth playing in... Cult. so what is that, under-18s? That's under-18s. Yeah, and, then, and yeah. you're trying to push into the twos, or I you did get into the twos?
2: Unfortunately, I, I got into a weird thing where I, I got a real eye-opener, and unfortunately how my childhood club worked, uh, that, that particular boys from particular schools had got would get preference, and I kind of uh, had a bit of falling. I'm not trying to make it as a cop-out, but those same guys kind of had the ability to continue to pursue their football dream. Yep. I had to go get a job, and I was a chef's apprentice, and I worked horrible hours and trying to train, so just, footy just fell away. Yep. And then I end up uh, crashing my dad's AP6, my grandfather's uh, car that had passed down, the only family heirloom. I crashed the AP6 Valiant 1965 model, and then I had to get a job in the mines, and that was it. That was the end of footy for me for a while.
0: So that was really mainly to pay for the car?
2: Basically. And yeah. then when you're in your early 20s and you can buy women's drinks, you wake up, you're 26.
0: Yeah, gotcha. Because yeah. you have a, a, a kind of a bunch of unique different jobs, haven't you?
2: I've been, yeah. I've, uh, uh, jack of all, masters. Like, comedian's none. probably yeah. not the weirdest job that you've had. It's definitely not. Yeah. I was uh, in the mines as I worked in a uh, bomb crew, basically. We were the ones that blew up the ground, and we assassinated Osama Bin Laden once. <laughs> Made up a dummy after 9-11. So if you're... Um <laughs> Really? Yeah. We recorded it. That's going to, if that ever comes out, we're so (laughs) (laughs) fucked. So when you're covered in explosive, when you go through an airport, what's that like for you? Yeah, no, we got hassled quite a bit. Yeah. And being brown with a beard. Yeah. Dude, that that was legit.
0: Holding a dummy of Osama Bin Laden.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Can you take your vest off, mate? I'm really comfortable with this. We we did get some looks, yeah, when we printed that face out. and We put it on the dummy. And, uh, yeah, but...
1: And uh, we were talking the other night, you're originally from up uh, north WA, so yeah, th- yeah. near where uh, we had a story sent in about Sam piotrowski who's from Halls Creek, and you're
2: from around that hood? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, as close as you can get up that way. I'm, yeah. so I'm still 600 k's away in mm. uh, in uh, Kananara. but uh, yeah, man, the football. Now, th- that's what I found so fascinating and amazing about up there, is you got, see guys like Yeah, and it just there's... It's so slick and it's so fast up there that the difference is it's not as humid as, say, the Tiwi Islands, right? Yep. So in the Kimberley, you've got all these guys who love it in the air. Like Liam Ryan... Now throwing around for the Eagles, he's just he just flies at everything because he's going to snatch it. He's tiny, but then you go to the Tiwi Islands. They don't do kick to kick. So I worked as a journalist in um, the Northern Territory as well, and in the Tiwi Islands, you know you got the Tippermudies and all the Riolis and you got all those people. They don't do kick to kick. What they do is they stand in a circle and they kick the ball in the air and wait for it to land, and whoever waits for the rebound, bang, that's it. That's how that's how they do it, because. Be fucked if you're going to catch that thing. because it's just going to be covered in sweat and dew. It's horrible trying to mark the ball in the air. In That's the amazing. Yeah. So
0: they're practicing for the crumb
2: more yeah. than anything. Yeah, man. You've, the amount of guys that come from down south that go up and play in Darwin, they try to take a speck in. you just see it slip through their hands. walk. It's soap. Yeah, love it. Love
0: a good So, beat.
2: so
1: basically, yeah. if you're over, uh, if you're over five foot eleven in the Tiwa Islands, your career's <laughs> over.
2: <laughs> you're fucked. Yeah. fucked, there, there is not a lot of tall. That's a really good point. Yeah, man. Then there's no one's clunking talks. them. Absolutely. Well, there's no point because there would just be some. Down, who's probably your cousin, yeah, and then yeah, snap snap it from the boundary on you. Travis Cloak could, he had this glove that uh, (laughs) would stick anything. There are blokes who would do that, they'd go up there with, I've got this salt, no one else thought of this. They'd take the glove up, and then it's just pulled with sweat, yeah, it's just disgusting. David
1: Warner. Clunking them in two-way islands. <laughs> so uh, in, in Kananara, like uh, what's your – so when you were growing up there, what was your attachment to footy? Was it, did you get like highlights
2: every weekend or did you have a team that you supported? We had, uh, we had the uh, – oh, yeah, well, ironically, so when I grew up there, the the Ord River Magpies, that was the black team. yeah, And that was – we would play the <laughs> – ironically, the Perth Demon – sorry, the, the, the Kananara Demons was the white team. And it was, there was a lot of racial tension up there. And I hadn't been home for 15 years. And I get back up there, completely shifted. The Collingwood, uh, sorry, the, the Magpies had become the white team and the Demons had become the black team. I was like, how, when did that? <laughs> <laughs> did they just take the wrong end of season trip and come back? And yeah. yeah. Like how do you think such... that could have happened, though? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I, I did look into it a little bit, but no one's been able to give me a definitive answer. But, um, yeah, just when the police force came in and shifted and sponsored... Just a weird thing, a weird alignment sort of thing happened. Mm-hmm. And maybe when, a, play, a
0: few players jumped over to the
2: different team or something. Or maybe a coach went over and people came over? Possibly. Mm. I, I haven't looked because uh, too far into it. But it got weird because we only had the four teams for a long distance. Like, it was too far to go to Broome. So we could only play okay. against certain... And now because the population's gotten bigger. So if you no, missed it, out in the top four, you were really fucked. You yeah. mm-hmm. yeah, had a shocking season. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Or you could have a really bad season, win two games, and you're going to go <laughs> yeah, fight. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> come from fourth. <laughs> <laughs> well, no one's ever come from outside the top four to win it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love that. The, um, yeah, that, and that is a big part of the country of footy, because, I mean, over here, you guys got so many teams and so many leagues. Yeah. It's amazing, whereas uh, back home, like, there's not many. Like, There's a town... Of Newman with a population of 10,000 with four teams. And um, yeah, everyone plays, the, you just play each other seven times throughout the season. So you were
0: saying it's a, the population's a bit bigger now. So yeah, they've got about
2: eight, eight legit teams now. Yep. Okay. Um, Claremont, I think that's Claremont in the state, in the Waffle League, sorry. I think that's their zone. And so they get to go up there and snatch all the all the talent and bring him down.
1: So what was it like for you as a kid the first time you went from Kananara to, you know, Subiaco or, or, you know, to watching big a big league, big waffle game or something like that?
2: Oh, wow. So I got to play um, Little League. Uh, back, oh, so so time so awesome. at the waffle.
0: Did Hamish McLaughlin huge. talk to you afterwards?
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Would have been adorable. I, you know, it's kind of funny, though. I don't know if anybody else remembers this, but when you finally get your chance as a kid, you're so... Pu- like, if you're one of... I'm one of those kids that like to have fun I was one of those ones like that, that's it. This is what they're going to drop oh, me mate, after they yeah. see me play this yeah, game yeah. at halftime. Fuck yeah! And I, and it, my first game was for East Perth. It was halftime, um, and the best part was I think it was something like the the Eagles had a bye back when they still had a bye, so there was no footy on in Perth. And everyone like you know our state league the the crowds have dropped off. Yeah, but that one particular game it was packed. Packed Perth Oval. It's now where the Perth Glory play. Uh-huh. It's kind of sad to see one of our oldest ovals now turned into a fucking concert uh, venue. Which was Could cool. it host AFLX
1: though one day? Nah. No, no. Oh, a that's a
2: yeah. really good question. Yeah, I mean, as a young
0: child, all I dreamt about was kicking a Zupa. <laughs> so. Well, Craig was the bloke I went to AFLX. We talked about it extensively after that, that episode. But Craig was the bloke I went to the AFLX with. Oh, okay. Yeah. I
2: have to admit, I was really pessimistic about it. Yeah. Uh, but it's I, kinda I pleasant. it. Yeah, yeah, I it's it. kind of pleasant. And yeah. um, the fact that that was getting a bigger crowd than, say, a proper NRL game. Yeah. That, I mean, only because they, I get teased still so much in Sydney about watching AFL. But yeah, I do like NRL. You can always get a ticket. It's great.
1: <laughs> and how did you play in the, in the, uh, in the Little League game? <laughs> you always sit up the front. I kicked a goal. Uh-huh.
2: Did a little shimmy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, I was... I was <laughs> did also. you sell candy? Sell candy? Shake and bake? No. Where's there any foot races? A, are you guys friends with Brian Taylor? Because I hate that man with a pen. Boy,
0: oh boy, wow, way. Can't, we can't say BT's we're on, we're our, on our contact list, no.
2: Right. Well, you look... You're not missing out. I don't think so. <laughs> so, and actually, you'd
0: be on Grand zero of N plus too. So we get him in the coverage as well. But also, he is the Perth newsreader celebrity, like, been around for a long, long time. I remember doing gigs in Perth in 2002, maybe, in WA in general. Opening line was a joke about Basil's plus. didn't know shit about the man, but people would go crazy every single time.
1: You're good, mate, with your updated references. Like, you go into a town, <laughs> and you're like, who's your big caller? Like, over in Adelaide, or are into Cornsy.
0: Like, you know what you're doing. But, uh, so he, he he's quite massive over in WA, isn't he?
2: Or he's everywhere. Like it's, he's like, uh, he's uh, Dennis Cometi's protege. Actually. Yeah, gotcha. And he's been around for ages. Hmm. <laughs> Hasn't aged a day, which is weird. But um, yeah, I'm sure he's an elf or something. But <laughs> it's just, uh, yeah, he's a big, big fish in a small pond. That's the weird thing about the media in Perth is that... Yeah, you can make. Like, I love that the Susanna Carr and Rick Arden, now news anchors on Channel 7. They've been there for 25 years. Apparently, fucking hate each other. Yeah. I love that sort of story. I love that sort of shit. But people would legit not know what to do with themselves if those two went behind the desk. I was out um, with Basil at uh, Cherry Bar one night. He was there by himself.
1: And I just went up and was like, Basil, this is a know? great story. For people to come up How to long him? ago was this? Uh, this is a few years ago. I got my <laughs> photo. Commentators
0: taken. in real life.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I uh, got my photo with him and, um, yeah, had a beer and. He probably made some stupid pun about me uh, yeah. and my beer. Like, yeah, yeah. oh, that, uh, very, that's a very bitter Melbourne uh, thing you're doing or some fucking... He's some, good, isn't he? He's good. Probably something not as good as that.
0: <laughs> but yeah, yeah, had a had a beer with old Baz. But even over on over um, 6PR, um, if I remember correctly, Peter Bell was hosting like the afternoon show, like taking, taking cook, cake, uh, cook, talk back with uh, Peter Bell.
2: Was he taking cake or what was he doing?
0: Taking cake? Yeah, you said cake. I know, well, I meant uh, talk back, no, yeah. Right, gotcha. yeah. Peter Bell. <laughs> Sorry, but, but yeah, Carl Langdon's, your Brad Hardy's, that kind of stuff. Those dudes kicking around the meter it, scene it, over there.
2: It's kind of cool. Like, um, I mean, we're such such a small town. We really are. So, there's so many options here as far as former players and presenters and all that sort of stuff. There's heaps of work going. But over there, man, they lock it down. Like, I'm sure Carl will cap you in a car park if you try to <laughs> take one of his jobs. Yeah, you really kind <laughs> of... I think he'd do it Are any other time. Whether or, whether or not you want to take his job, yeah, yeah, he <laughs> just loves to. I do. I do remember um, working on the mines. Sometimes they would uh, bring out former players to come out and do those, you know, those tri- not trivia oh, like nights, sportsman's nights. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah that's like cool. That. It was actually pretty cool, yeah. like to see. But it was around about the time all the fallout from the, the cousins and yeah, all that yeah. sort of stuff. And Carl's up there on site, and he just goes, "Yeah, nah, no, pr- probably not going to." I kind of knew it was going to happen, like that sort of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah to okay. commit Too much to it because people were just starting to get phones that record stuff at that stage. But, gotcha. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The the um, the West Coast's uh, party sort of attitude or culture, yeah, man, deep seated. You got boys who literally yeah, could be t- do no wrong. But now, I guess the monitoring the, the monitoring of it now is probably what's helped and, and tone it down a bit. Did you come to Melbourne for the 2006 Grand Final? Not the two thousand and six. Oh, you
1: came two thousand and five. No, it came oh. to I, so. So oh. you saw his shit team being your yeah. even fucking worst
2: team. Yeah, I caught a bus over to watch. Why that don't we go through quarter shit. by quarter? <laughs> 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 you know, it's funny though. The two 2000- oh, was thousand
1: was there another quarter after the first one because it was over at
2: quarter time. <laughs> oh God, was it ever? Shall but, we go back? Where, where did you watch O five O 06? 05, so in the mines, right? You on a weird roster, mm. like one week on, uh, three weeks off, whatever how it works, and being off for a grand final, that's like there's better than being off for Christmas. Right. So I was off on my week of R and was gonna get drunk and really enjoy the two thousand and five grand final that we lost. And of course I'm on site for the two thousand and six so that gotcha. I, it. So I had to listen to. You get
0: updates The so you listen oh, to the yeah, radio yeah. But the, yeah. in
2: a truck that only got reception every five minutes. Yeah, you gotcha. Like going around a hill or something like that. <laughs> okay. And it wasn't it wasn't it was, a close game. so don't It was torture. Yeah. It was absolute so did, torture. Did you hear the final siren or did you... I pulled... There was a whole bunch of us oh, that right, pulled our okay. trucks up and just... The boss yeah. was getting furious. we were like, "Fuck you!" We're listening to this last ten minutes, and uh, yeah, we, I got to listen to the last ten minutes. Yeah, okay. That's why I got mad love for the ABC um, Grandstand guys, man, because that's the only thing we could get, yeah, out that way. But uh, they yeah. are
0: crucial to kind of regional areas, aren't they? Absolutely, Their Grandstand stuff.
2: Oh, and that was one of the best things about trying to work there. Yeah. I mean, I I got um, when I, I started at Triple J uh, as a reporter, and then a job came up with Grandstand. I was like, "Yeah, fuck these hipsters! I'm gonna go." Talk some sport. sports sports yeah. journalists have the best job in the world. Like our jobs are pretty good. Like being a comic is fucking great. But um, yeah, sports imagine you can oh, I mean, sit L- around an office, yeah, and talk about sport like it's like serious. I love that shit. I
1: mean Liam Pickering has access to some of the best players in the world and,
0: and none of them will give him any info.
1: Like he's just he's asking the hard questions and they just won't answer it. You we know, have a running
0: tough. joke in the pot crake that Liam Pickering's a liar. <laughs> We don't know where we got that kind of information from. No. Um, but, uh, so, it's, yeah, 2006, so
2: uh, on the mind, you can't crack open a beer, can you? You can, but not at work. Like, once, yeah. once you were off, once you've done your 13 and a half hours, uh, you go back to site. And, um, yeah, there was a few people we decided to... To turn one on.
0: Yep. Toast one to the Winnie team.
2: Yeah, I'm just trying to think. During my mining career, it was uh, Brisbane. That was the Brisbane years. Mm. They were uh, okay. dominating. Mm. And I think, uh, yeah. So 2010, I left the mines. And so 2015, you said you were on a bus from Perth to yeah. Melbourne. Tell us about that. Now, I thought I was. I thought I was going to be real clever. Right? Yeah. And I get my former employers to transport me over to Melbourne for the Grand final. So you're on NITV by now? I was with SBS and NITV by then, yeah. as a video journalist. And I thought, I'll do that quirky thing where I go with all the supporters because, you know, the flights are all booked out and there are people chartering small planes.
0: People are going via Singapore They're or going to Auckland and coming back, yeah. yeah.
2: And I thought, this is a good story. Plus, I will get over, be able to get over there. I got a Grand Final ticket. Through. I mean, there are, there, are,
0: there are fans who, I knew I was going to be in Sydney at the time, there are fans who plan a couple of months out to book that ticket for the grand final <laughs> yeah <laughs> they're called cunts <laughs>
2: that is so fucked that you, you were able to do <laughs> that you just gotta so keep that September free you just never quite know what will happen no but break. you know what's even more arrogant about that is the fact you lost to the Dockers in the first round and you still fucking well, we lost to you guys in that first round yeah, yeah. you told you oh, us sorry, up sorry you lost to us and, yeah. the, and then you beat the Dockers yeah that's right sorry so I'm you just got- been trying to blank it out of my memory so why don't we go through it so
0: you you would have been throwing the confident going in into the grand
2: final yeah I did tell up in that think, game. I don't know about super confident. I mean, I'm I'm pretty like uh, really uh, I'm a big fan. I like to watch footy quite closely, and I'm never that confident that we're just going to smash anything, especially yeah, Grand yeah. Fight. But fuck, I didn't think that was going to happen. I did not think we'd just get pumped. And my poor mum, right? She's nearly a pensioner, got no money. She scraped the last bit of change that ever over the last little bit of change together to get over there for the game, and that's what happened. So that ruined her life. Pretty much Yeah Yeah she killed herself <laughs> she, she didn't. She's fine. Mum's fine. Everyone. She's just. She's around. She's so, her birthday today. Actually, I happy birthday, yeah, Craig's yeah. mum. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Joe. Um, so the bus ride. We'll send, we'll send oh, her.
0: We'll send yeah. her a stubby holder. Yeah. So you're gonna. You're gonna. Um. We'll send her a, a Gator Apakaki stubby holder. How about that? Yeah. Okay.
2: i yeah, I just don't tell her. Just send it though. So she <laughs> yeah. can Just be like, what the fuck is this for? Yeah.
0: <laughs> so you said, did you pitch it maybe as like a bit of a story? I'll, I'll catch the bus later. I thought it was clever, but yeah. yeah, I actually
2: thought it was pretty interesting. And it'll
0: benefit you to get to the game as well.
2: There was that. Yeah. But it was really interesting because that was the year that uh, West Coast, again, did themselves a huge favor by booing Adam Goods into retirement, essentially. And I was still, I was, I was weird. I was really conflicted because I think Adam Goods is one of the most underappreciated, uh, gr- one of the greatest ever you know, 2 brownlows. Mm. Too gr- Like, he was a ruckman for fuck's sake. Like,
0: After now- Alan Bond, he's my favourite Australian of the year. <laughs> yeah.
2: But this is the thing, though. He's only remembered now for the shitty stuff that happened at yeah. He and Chris Judd used to man each other up. Mm. People forget how fucking good he was yeah. because of that stuff that happened. And so when my club booted him, uh, yeah, I was a little bit... I was going to be tempted to be locked into a big metal container with these... Eagles supporters for about 4,000 Ks. I was kind of keen to do it. And things kicked off around about... What's that? Sejuna in, in South Australia? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's... So how far I'm... into the trip's that? That's about 12 hours, 14 hours? Yeah, that's halfway. I yeah. reckon it's halfway. And then that was when we decided someone had to bring up Goodsy. And, uh, yeah, my argument always is, like, at least I love a good narrative in a football game. Like, if you boo somebody, it's there's a reason for it. You can yeah, name yeah. exactly why. He used to play for you. Mm. They just... Uh,
1: smash one of your rookies. or There's some sort of narrative. Or they play for your team and they fucking are terrible because they're always dropping
2: marks or missing handballs. Mm. As I, that's why I boo most of the Carlton mm. players. Wow, yeah. I'm just, look, I know that's not really your, your shtick on this show is to talk about the actual games. But no, thank no, no, we get thank to the you we get to for the bringing games. me on the day after that. Anyway,
0: I do think back... We'll get back to Carlton. We'll fucking on them. I do get back to a, a, a quote from around about that time of Alan Jones. Uh, Have teen off on um, Adam Goods, and, mm. and it was something on the lines, these weren't exact words, but it was like something on the lines of you know, you wouldn't see someone like Steve Smith doing anything, anything, <laughs> um, you know, poor behaviour. Oh, it's like, very <laughs> that's very interesting. That's
2: very interesting. So, yeah, so you're on the bus. We're on the bus. And so,
0: you're raising this question, isn't it like,
2: you're, no, are you no, filming no, people br- or are you? Um, so, basically, you know, you just, you've seen those cheesy sort of news. Um, the segments the people that yeah everyone yeah. waved to the camera yeah. Yeah. all that sort of stuff walk we'll up to a guy at the train station and he says he punched a few cones for a straight day <laughs> <A." laughs> well I essentially I essentially um, had the whole thing filmed and in the can by the time we got into Sojourner like it was I only needed a few minutes on yeah. the bus and so I guess it was kind of my karma for trying to be a tricky fucker and um, get a free trip over to uh, Melbourne but yeah they just started uh, talking about because the the, the uh, the NITV, the National Indigenous TV badge is on my shirt. So Indigenous, so, so hey mate, what, uh, what do you think of Goodsy It was the first question. I just kind of rolled my eyes. Like, yeah, I think it's disgusting what people did because anyone that says it wasn't racist is lying through their teeth. I mean, what other narrative is there? Oh, it's because he's a sook. Mm. Yeah, right that was here. a popular one. Sook. No, it was just a deflection. What I, I can't stand, like I think a few comics actually say it quite a lot. I, I admire racists with conviction. They actually stand up and say, yeah, I hate him because he's a dirty monkey or something like that. If they <laughs> actually followed through with it. But you can't argue with that. You go, oh, okay. Oh, you're just racist. Okay. Oh, exactly. <laughs> it's actually assuring. conviction, but this whole fucking, <laughs> oh, he's a soup He's a cookies He's cookies. taste, or something fucking weird. Like just, mm. you need to really, yeah. And then I got stuck on there and they just kept repeating, it isn't racist. I said, "So why are you booing him? And that's all they kept giving me. And it was this horrible circle. I couldn't get out of it. But And I probably didn't handle it in the most mature fashion, but mm-hmm. at least I never laid hands on anybody. You had 12 hours to go. Yeah, it was a bit tense. <laughs> but there was this one dude, so basically one particular guy, and he kicked up a bit of a stink. We had a bit of a blowout in the car park, a few raised voices, and I was like, I'm done, man. You're not going to be able to convince me otherwise, and I'm not going to be able to convince you. Yeah, there's this great moment. Uh, we never end up using the clip, but the final shot, is as we are coming into Melbourne, I filmed it myself because I was a video journalist. And everyone else is getting up, waving. Yeah, great trip, great trip. There's one—the dude I had an argument with—stood up and says, "It wasn't because he's Aboriginal." <laughs> <laughs> and to get that one final shot in, it was so great.
0: It's uh, funny to get really angry and then step off a bus. I just yeah. find that kind of ang- funny. So, you, what you rock into Southern Cross or something? Would that be right? Where the bus stops? Uh,
2: the one next to Docklands, yeah.
0: Yeah, around about there, yeah. Yeah. And then you're strolling around be. town. Was that on Grand Final day? That no, you we got up? in
2: uh, a day before Grand Final day. Go to the parade. Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I, I went straight off the bus and I had to file the story that day mm-hmm. and, um, my bosses actually commented. It's like, wow, Craig, you look really tired. And I was like, oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Realized, absolutely. It well, was it the trip. I said, like, no, it was the arguing and the tension through mm-hmm. about halfway of the trip. But yeah, basically straight off the bus, went and reported on it. I missed a lot of the, the parade. Uh, well, that was a particularly hot one too, wasn't it? It was like it 37 was hot degrees. That year, right? Yeah. 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 And everybody just kept talking about it. It's, um, it was great. Like, there's nothing like Melbourne. I try to explain this to Sydney people. There's nothing like Melbourne during grand final week. Particularly and,
0: uh, a lot of you know, WA people coming over. So they, mm. you can see people walking around their colours around the streets. I remember particularly um, the day of the parade last year with the Adelaide fans wandering around. Mm. And then also <laughs> post-grand final, the uh, destruction of the suburb of Richmond.
2: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. But what I did, I really admire, and I, this is going to get stuck in my throat, but I have to admit that Hawthorne supporters were so... Um, so nice after pumping us, absolutely pumping us to the point that I wanted to be angry, but I couldn't.
1: Yeah, but you won, when you won your third in a row, there's no, there's no reason to give yeah. it to the other club. You're just like, eh, yeah, another one, of course. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Good absolutely. on you, fellas.
2: Thanks, thanks for giving us, a, giving us a run. Thanks for being there. So then you hang around for the game. What do you do after that? Um, you know, what's funny is that, um, yeah, I was just, there's no way I'm getting back on a bus. So as soon as that thing was done, I'd try to find a flight and get out of here. Um, and yeah, it was really it was great to be at a grand final, but it was so fucking disappointing to just not even fire a shot, mm. you know. And it, it, you're it, embarrassing, it, it's very very it's embarrassed. I mean, disgraceful but, effort. But someone go to zero. At least at least we've got some sort of reference for what it feels like feels like. So my my brethren, in WA, the Dockers supporters, all right, those sad motherfuckers, they, they buy um, those grand finalists shirts. Oh yeah, <laughs> <expensive>. <laughs> awesome. Who buys a yeah. shirt to say you were in a grand final? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's awesome.
2: Well, well I'm so sad. I'm going to
1: show you my undefeated in the JLT t-shirt.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I've got a I've got a Hawthorn AFLX grand final t-shirt. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, so tell me, do you do you hate the Dockers?
2: No, no, I don't hate the Dockers. I can't stand their supporters. Uh-huh. They've got this weird um, thing where they think there's actually a rivalry. Like I don't, I think you have a rivalry with people you play against in finals or grand finals. That's who you have a rivalry with. But I guess you build it up because if you're derby slash derby, yeah. Look, we it, it's it's so intense that we say words wrong. That's, yeah, that, you know that's how the, the derby thing. Our only real <laughs> reference for it was there was a town called Derby. Yeah, okay. Other than that, yeah, we never really ever used it until that game. Um, it's not that deep a rivalry, and they basically they hate us more. Yeah, you don't care about them. Yeah. They hate your guts. Yeah, well, yeah. They, what is it? They they hate the Eagles more than they love the Dockers is basically the best way to mm-hmm. yeah, right. get around it. Like, <laughs> my, one of my friends, he's a comic um, named Sean Conway. He's a diehard. Yeah, I know Sean, yeah. Yeah, he's a diehard Dockers supporter. but well, it's so one-eyed that I, at least I can be objective about my team. Whereas those supporters who are so one-eyed that they just can't see Yeah, me. yeah. They're, they're hilarious. So he put me in a... I hope this doesn't get me kicked off it, but he put me in a secret Facebook group for Freo supporters and it's the funniest fucking thing in the world. Facebook groups and footy clubs are mate, pretty fun. yeah. Mate, the way they talk about oh, these Eastern State commentators and these, these Eastern State... Ump- I love it when they say oh, the umpires from over east and it's like South Australia and WA umpires that are playing the game. They just make shit up. I love them.
0: What's the split of fans? Like, what's percentage of eagles and percentage of Dockers? I
2: think we've got like twenty thousand more registered members. Mm-hmm. I think, but um, that was. I mean, it, but it, it, it's pretty. It's pretty close to fifty-fifty. Yeah, mean, okay. I mean, yeah, it's it's pretty even because there are people that um, they're, they're rusted on eagle supporters, but we are a very snobby, wealthy well-to-do team and we had some rat bags mm-hmm. like i don't know rat bags that's a lovely way to put it scoundrels rat bag is flatline <laughs> <laughs> some flatliners but i mean this is the guys like uh, chris maston he's played for west coast for so long right, i've never seen that man hit a target in my life <laughs> but every year he does he does he he tops the time trial. That's the only reason he's in that squad. Cool tats though. Ugh, guy. <laughs> Whatever hairstyle is trendy that year, he'll yeah, have it. Yeah. He'll have it in the pre preseason cup. Yeah, you do have a lot of douchebags. We do, but geez, we got some. We got some guns coming through. And look, not going to go, you know, pull the race card or anything. But just arguing, it's about time we got some more black players in our team because we're finally getting a bit of flair. We're a bit stiff man yeah and I'd argue that uh, Hawthorne's golden era didn't start till you finally got at least Chance Bateman into the start yep yep and that was when it started and then Buddy came along and um some other guy who didn't admit it um yeah, no. Just, I think I didn't admit it. Uh, it's just a joke that I, I think I got a joke about. There's three hundred fifty thousand of us in, in Australia, Aboriginal people. You know that'll admit it. <laughs> <laughs> but but uh, yeah, no, no, man. That's uh, it's just nice to have a bit of flair because that's what I always like. Like we had Peter Matera. Yeah, he was just fun to watch. I mean, I don't get me wrong. Clinical, amazing. Teams, like I would say Hawthorne are a very clinical team there's not a lot of flair and then Rioli comes along and do you guys uh, refer to you, you, each other as excitement machines or is it just something that, that we say <laughs> we do we do actually turn to each other and just go that, that was magic <laughs> that was, great. But, but the funniest thing so here's a bit of a nuanced thing that uh, a lot of us don't real like a lot of us only realize when it happens there's usually only kind of one or two of us on a, any other team any yep. other football team. And no shit. Whenever we play, we end up manning each other up. Yeah, yeah. yeah whether, okay. whether we mean to do it or anything, yeah. like there's this little moment where you stand on the wing, look at each other, goes like, ha, "Happen again." <laughs> 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 Happens all the time. Right. <laughs> yes. Yeah, don't know if you're ever going to find a, a, an Aboriginal f- uh, centre half back to go and buddy. That sort of those sort of dimensions. He's very much a once in a yeah. Once okay. in a generation yeah. yeah. Sort of Yeah. I remember meeting
0: Buddy once, and I felt like I had to talk louder so he could hear me. <laughs> And he did say to me, You're talking about his. I think I've told this one, but he's talking about his t shirt range. And he was saying. It, Nina in Pasadena. He was saying it was in Harrods. And he's like, Oh, do you know the shop Harrods? I'm like, oh, I know the shop Harrods, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> People know Harrods, buddy. Yeah. All um, right,
1: we've got, some,
2: uh, we've got some games to get to. Well, yeah, I was going to say, though, but you, after East Perth, you talk
0: about your, your coaching
2: career. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, sorry. Yes, I, you're a um, coach. Yeah, no, it was great. I mean I stepped away from footy for about five years, played a little bit of amateurs, finally won A Flag in like one of those little four town comps.
0: So would this have been post mine? This is uh the so coaching? I started
2: coaching post mine, yeah. yeah. So
0: when I became a
1: journalist. So when you're in the mines that the, the, when I say the, the mine, coaching I'm bug a- the coaching bug burnt inside you.
2: Um yeah, pretty much. Uh, I mean actually no, that was a it was an absolute accident. So uh, on the side you were getting your certificate for and <laughs> like- <laughs> Well when I was when I was in the mines I met a, a young girl, her name was Alana Dickey and she was in a mining town of Newman. She was the best soccer, cricketer, footballer and the only way she could play was to play against the boys and she would cut sick. She would chop them up, these boys in this country town and she was affiliated with my football team and mm-hmm. I just remember seeing her killing it right, and she was just doing great and I have always been a very good I'm, I think I'm a very good kick but I'm a better teacher and so she, she was struggling with her kick. Just a few sessions she came along and uh, we did some kicking together and it got better. So, long story short, a few years later, she's down at Swan District. She's moved to Perth for school. And honestly, I live uh, in Midland, which is in the city of Swan, and it's a poor, poor socio-economic place. But Swan District is very much a community team. It's like one of the most, it's one of the oldest clubs in the country. And it's, uh, yeah, really, really tightly knit community out that way. And Alana started um, playing down there and just shot me a text message like, year around you doing because there's a bunch of girls who are starting to take it on but a lot of them don't know how to kick. Yeah. So I was just asked to come down and teach a few girls how to kick.
1: We've asked Chris Marston to come down. He's yeah. taught us how to mm-hmm, turn
2: it over. To show, show us show how to tie our hair up yeah yeah. <laughs> Fuck I hate that. Yeah. But um Man yes. bun, man bun class. Yeah. <laughs> we're a in. man bun coach. That'd be awesome. <laughs> you I think it was last week you were talking about uh, players that on your on your team that you could happily yeah do without he's he's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Put him in a barrel, roll him down a hill. He's I just don't want him. Anyway, it's Swanee's. Uh, yeah, I just went down there, just taught a few girls how to. And what I love about coaching women, it's that they—you uh, give them an instruction, you teach them once, and that's it. They will do it like that clinically every time from that point on. Whereas you try to keep, teach young boys, the testicles get in the way; they don't fucking listen. They, they, know, they know better. More. Oh, they know better. But um, yeah, so I, I went from being a, kick, a, a kicking coach, and then that evolved into being a reserves coach, and then that just hit this um, purple patch. So. Uh, eight of the, I think it was sixteen marquee players that got drafted in the AFLW from WA. Like they got some amazing talent over there.
1: What's it like being a coach? Did you, did you ever give it? Like, do you ever give the girls a spray? Is there a time like, when you've got to go, or you know?
2: Yeah, yeah, there was a few times, but I'm not one of those guys that raises his voice a lot. So that the one time when you do do it, it scares the shit out of people. Yeah, okay. absolutely. But um, we lost. Uh, in my first year, we lost the grand final to our rivals by. Two points. And we got denied. So the, the real sad part is it's women's footy. They're pretty loose with the rules when it comes to the distance traveled, right? Okay. As far as whether it be 10 meters, five meters, whatever. They usually just pay anything as long as it's not ridiculous, like two meters. And we got a very short kick marked in the goal square in the, like the last 10 seconds and it was denied. And we end up losing by two points. It was a hard loss, and we hated this team. We got this real bad rivalry, and we—it was my first season. I took a chance on a, on a back pocket plumber who never played before. But uh, you know, all the all this all this dramatic shit happened before the game, and we lost by two points. Kept it together the whole time. A lot of the girls were crying. We got our. Uh, commiserations and we end up walking out and I've made it through everything, I've been a rock. And then one of my players, Minnie, she comes up and puts her arms around me and says, thanks, I just started bawling (laughs) and it was horrible, I just cracked man and that was it. Um, You're like Mick Malthouse in 2002, I get it, it's a
0: beautiful story. (laughs) It's a beautiful story. Yeah. Um, tell me the suspension. We'll go over that quickly because we'll oh, yeah we'll go over the games. Yeah, right. so oh, we're up we're dredging up the memories for you because yeah. Adam's a dog. He's been suspended. I got suspended under twelve <laughs> for what? For striking. For
1: striking. Well, the kid went to kick a ball out of my hand, and I fucking I, again I saw red and I, oh, I wait, hit he, him.
2: Wait, he played defence on
1: you. How fucking dare he? No, I, it was I went to, it was for a free kick. I went to uh-huh. pick up the ball. I'd gotten a free kick and uh-huh. then I was obviously reversed when I hit him. <laughs> And then he went he dogged
0: me in at the Did at you the mean, tribunal. were you sent off immediately? Yeah, well, I was, burst into tears. Yeah. yeah. And then I you have to go to well. some suburban house on the Monday and like a few adults are there and they do. you... we went to the Oak Park baths. Oh, was it? Two <laughs> weeks? One week. One week. One week. <laughs> two week down to one. And I was, wasn't going to pay the $10,000 fine to, uh, to fight it. <laughs> uh, he broke down at the press conference. His dad had to put his hand on his shoulder. Yeah. yeah. Take it to the human
1: Inter- rights. Pete Mission. was
0: yeah. there. Roxy Jasenko was there. It was like,
1: <laughs> like fucking full on. <laughs> So you got suspended to the Grand final so what, what
2: happened was there was a collision it was a game we'd already be we'd already kind of topped the table so we, were, we only really needed to play one game to get into the grand final because it was such a small league but uh, there was a collision and I got cut on my left eye so someone it turns out it was somebody's stud but I just thought somebody'd try to claw me mm-hmm. with the finger and as soon as I hit the ground I just I just swung at the first head I saw you're a very angry man Craig um, it was really weird, that, that that reaction, that instant.
0: You shouldn't be playing AFL 9s is what I'm hearing. Yeah, oh, but the, well, the first hit you saw was a kid running water. <laughs> <out to you. laughs>
2: Look, I wish I could dispute that I am a very angry man, but after my gig last night, I'm kind of like, you know what, maybe I am. Maybe I just got too much shit. Did you win the grand final? We did, but I missed it. So yeah, did we,
1: someone uh, put put the medal on you? Did
2: they say you were part of it? But oh, deep down, it. you knew you weren't. I, got it. <laughs> I, I convinced myself I was part of the team. Yeah, was, you, know, they could you have got him there, mate. Yeah, you they couldn't have there. done it without me. Yeah,
0: I'd like to get like Craig man, on the stage.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I just held onto that cup. I didn't let anyone have it. Good. Yeah, good.
0: We'll do quick details for your comedy festival show before we have a quick chat about the, the week that was. Run us through the details.
2: Well, the show is called The Quarterblood Prince. It is a, a race-based political show for those people who <laughs> walked in like last night and were scared the shit out of and weren't sure what they were listening to. Yeah,
0: because I don't know if you guys can pick up from what Craig's been talking about today, but his um, <laughs> mum and dad are both uh, Italian. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's like growing up Italian yeah, yeah. in country WA. <laughs> another one of those hacky ethnic <laughs> comics, fuck.
1: You called it that, but you were going to call it uh, Fasta Pasta. <laughs> <laughs> but you changed it at the last minute. So what time are you on? You're, you're at the Mantra, aren't you? I'm at the Mantra yep. uh, at you're 7 at o'clock
2: Street. every night, except for tonight. I'm on at 6.15, and then I'm uh, I'm doing that crazy midnight, not 9 o'clock show on the Monday for some fucking reason. Oh, but, yeah, but, cool. But basically, basically uh, yeah, 7 o'clock every night at the Russell. Yes, yeah, uh, fantastic. Russell. And
1: you get your ticket to comedyfestival.com.au. And yeah. uh, I also am... Uh, Doing a show called Hold My Beer. Um, It's on at 9.30 at the European Beer Cafe, 8.30 Sunday nights. I've only got uh, eight shows to go. So if you do want to come along, it's almost sold out next weekend. So if you do want to come along, junk timers, please. Do yourself a favour. Yeah, jump on board, uh, comedyfestival.com.au to get your tickets. Mm. And we are, of course, the Junk Time AFL podcast, brought to you by The Roy, the new sports bar down on Brunswick Street. If you want somewhere nice to watch the footy, 401 Brunswick Street. If you're in the Fitzroy area, it's above the Polly Cocktail Bar. Walk through the bar, up the stairs
0: at the back, get yourself a brewski, watch the footy. Awesome. Hey, did you actually see what the bloke apparently said to Dimmer Hardwick? Didn't he say so? This is a Thursday
1: night's Adelaide-Richmond game at the doesn't doesn't the Adelaide Oval come up really well? I think is it the, is it the
0: best ground in Australia? It's pretty good, but I mean, watching Optus last night as well. I'm really looking forward to getting over there.
2: Okay. It's it's, it's impressive because we don't even have water. Over there, we have got that that lush lawn going. It's pretty good. And you're doing well. You're doing well. Uh, apparently, the, uh, the
1: the gentleman said you're not you're not as funny now. You're not as comfortable yeah, now. That you're have well, got to hear. So it's
0: not, not well. This is reports from witnesses who have told News Corp. I think, and then yeah. Fox Sports reported this as well. So if you
1: haven't seen it, Damien Hardwick, it was it was post game.
0: Yeah, heading towards the ground.
1: And you have got to walk through the crowd at the Adelaide Oval. Take a little bit of a b uh bit like a bit of a detour. It's a bit of a weird walk from the coach's box. I down suppose the ground. so.
0: Yeah. I mean, you're not you're not underground. I think at Etihad they come underground, or they come they come down a stairwell and then they yeah, oh no, know. They then they head down one bay of seats. Yes. Yeah, it looks like in Adelaide, maybe you got to get a couple. Yeah. Yeah. But he said, apparently he said, not so funny now you are not at the MCG. Hey, buddy. You fucking dog. Which is Never again. He should never attend
1: any football game again. If you're going to say stuff like that to an, <laughs> an
0: AFL coach... Within earshot. I, I mean, clearly it's an overreaction from Dimmer. Obviously, you're emotional after that. You've lost the grand final replay, which I think apparently the way the media kept on calling it a grand final replay, you have to hand the cup back. I mean, he's already he's already sad about that. Well, he, he thinks he's, he's probably he's, thinking he's going to get sacked. Well, he's lost the medal.
2: That's the thing yeah. he's worried about. He doesn't know where it is. I don't think this would have happened had they had that security guard from the MCG, the fat guy with the handlebar mustache. <laughs> yeah. Would Dimmer wouldn't have been in this situation. It's a fair point. I do love the security guards when there ever has been an incident. They don't exactly rush in, do they? Like they don't exactly you know we're, jump. They so were checking with each other. It's like, should we do something? They're pretty yeah. slow in doing and doing stuff. And Dimmer
1: had to grab him and was like pointed him back out and see Dimmer like faded. Like yeah, he did. Yeah, he, yeah. Went to throw like a like a headbutt or he, oh, he did the shoulder oh, shimmy. Dimmer loves a rip. He sold some yeah. uh,
0: he sold some fist candy. Well, I mean, if the one of the coaches, I'm not going to call out to. would be <laughs> Dimmer Hardwick. Yeah. Like Brandon Bolton, I just put my head He <laughs> he's swinging at me. I put my hand on his head like a little kid. He wouldn't be able to get me.
1: But they were saying today, like, should uh, should coaches have to avoid the crowd? I, I i think they should have to face the music they should have to come like go up they get the lift up to the top tier yeah and then make their way down so people can just fucking give it to them
0: they should greet us after the game as we walk out Did so ha- like hawthorne fans whatever you can go and see clarko and he's got to kind of and give give what you feel you need to say because also i mean it's just unfair to the like richmond fans say things go terrible mm. richmond fans shouldn't be restricted and and they're entitled to the right to say something as well.
2: But you've been to these stadiums. There are ways to get down to the ground without having to walk through the crowd. You can do it. You can go down to, down to the uh, to the tunnels and stuff like that. I don't, yeah. I don't
1: know if you can from the coaches box though. That's what they was saying on the, on the footy show this morning. They were like Adelaide Oval. They the way it's structured is you do need to go through that part of the crowd. Yeah.
0: But you know, saying something like that—that's—it's that's kind of harmless, I think. I yeah, no. Dimmer should be suspended. I think. Uh, I think the guy uh, didn't expect that kind of reaction, and yeah, I think Dimmer did go a bit over the top. Having said that, would have been awesome if you punched him in the face. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> How good would that be? For it coach- would have been if awesome. punched him, and then we found out what he said, and we'd be like. Oh,
1: that's yeah. <laughs> uh, I've me never to say anything to <laughs> Damien
0: Hardwick ever again. Just a little warning to people out there. Yeah, that's it. A shot across the bow. You know what they're freaked out though. I'm like Adelaide. How are they possibly won? You you heard about the preseason camp that they I did? I
2: did. There was a lot of division. It sounds incredible. You know, there was Rory Sloane and everyone else. Apparently, Collective Mind is the
0: group who did it. I love their album, and they uh, they work for Nestle, and they've worked with the Rabbitohs and a few other groups like that. But they. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They brought Nestle together. Yeah, they brought Nestle. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. That is huge. You know how the chocolate tastes like heaps better now? Yeah. Yeah.
1: There was a, like a noticeable change. You're yeah. Like, and you didn't even think about it. You're like, fuck, this is, this
0: is good. You know how good oval Ovaltine is, now? Yeah.
1: Is that because of, because
0: uh, of, of Collective Mind? Fuck. Collected Collective Minds are the ones who taught them how to do the crow stance. Yes, was it, was it, was it golden nickname? Wasn't it? Was it the oh, sta- when they were glaring stare- back? When they yeah, the during show- the yeah. national anthem. So they said, "Do that." They're the brains behind that. Wow. Yeah, which they say was not about intimidation. It was more about kind of having a moment of focus. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, but it worked well. Yeah, especially in the grand final, worked a treat. They were terrified. So, they, so they'd use them clearly. They'd use them quite a bit then. They're in one year of program, one year of a three-year program. So yep. they shipped them off to the Gold Coast. Yes. And they put them in a bus and apparently blindfolded them. But not the whole team. No, not the whole team. But I think it's absolutely, completely out of line to take them to the Gold Coast. That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> They've been through enough. Yeah. But they then, I think, drove off into the bush somewhere. I'm not totally sure. But they and weren't aware where, where they yeah. were going.
1: And they said that they were
0: fed and everything, but they played the Richmond theme song over and over. They took their phones off them, and they weren't allowed to contact family, which which d- didn't really surprise me. But it
2: is probably the best song in the AFL. <laughs> it's quite catchy. That's true. Do you reckon yeah, yeah, you're on there and, just, and you're blindfolded? you like <laughs> yellow and black.
0: And you're like, hey, <laughs> stop it! Yeah, and yeah. You're like, it was really catchy. <laughs> <laughs> just but it, there. Yeah, but yeah. It said players were distraught. Now, how true all this stuff is, but the players were distraught, and they were some that were even reconsidering their future. Yeah. So Rory Sloane is thing <laughs> Rory Sloane said it made me a better better husband, better son, better teammate after he came back. And then someone complained about it to the media so Tex Walker had to fire yeah, now, off a text ironically and complained, "Hey boys, keep your mouth shut." Yeah, stop everyone stop talking to the press. Can we just run through what it made Rory Sloan better yeah, at? Yeah, I I'm paraphrasing, but these these words were better son, better husband, better son, better teammate.
1: So perhaps, uh, like, his mum gets a phone call randomly. Like, she's obviously expecting one today for Easter. She's g'day, like, mum. oh, Rory's going to call up. But then on a, on a Tuesday, it's Tuesday afternoon. Oh, good day, Rory, what's going on? No, oh, I'm blind
0: fighting. Home. I'm on a bus. I don't know where I'm going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Is that the Richmond team
0: song in the background? Why are you playing that? <laughs> Shut up, mum. Little by little I'm going mad, but uh, happy Easter. <laughs> so it sounds pretty... Pretty full on, pretty full on. But uh, yeah, do you reckon they did that to the uh, the the board of Nestle? Do you reckon <laughs> that, what do they play for them?
2: The Tigers theme. Did
0: so they play like they a Mars bar commercial to oh, them repeatedly yeah. or something. A Mars
2: a day helps you work <laughs> like,
0: oh, Can't be better. Can't handle it! Can't handle it! We're gonna be better at chocolate. <laughs> they taken to Wheelie Wonka's chocolate factory. Whenever
1: uh, uh, ex ex uh, housemates live together, they love to bowl out the. Um, the, the articles, you know, talking about – because Sean Grigg was going over to play for Richmond. Obviously, uh, Sam Jacobs used to play for Carlton, and that's where they both used to hang out, and they were, they were housemates. And so there was an article that came out uh, last week before the Thursday night game talking about that the house they used to live in. Apparently, um, you know, a bunch of young players hanging out together. You know, Source Jacobs hit a golf ball through a wall. Oh, the the house was just a fucking mess. They uh, cool. a couple other players came over and locked the front gate, and they just used to step over the gate <laughs> instead of unlocking it. Just shit like that, right? And then they had they do fun things. Uh, one night, and this is so this is when all the Carlton players were together. So it must have been about two thousand seven or eight when they were all Carlton players. Mm-hmm. Uh, one night at about two a.m., Lance Whitnell, disguised by a balaclava, led a kidnapping of Sam Jacobs and tied him up.
2: Though. <laughs> Even with a balaclava on, yeah. you could tell it was Lance. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah, and it's like that looks like a potato. That's got to be Lance. Yeah.
1: <laughs> why is that? Why is that balaclava man wheezing? And he co- why is he asking me to tie myself up?
0: <laughs> why is there McDonald's special sauce on the balaclava? <laughs> Fat shaming. Yes, uh, uh, that's hilarious. So where did I take him? Uh,
1: they don't talk, because uh, Michael Jamison, who's the Carlton fullback who was living there at the time, just mm-hmm. said, it was all good fun, about ten of them marched in and scared yeah. us all, but they don't talk about where he was, uh... Yeah, they
0: only took a finger off every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that exactly, wasn't they put him in a bus and played the uh, Richmond the theme song. Them. <laughs> um, the Good Friday, people were yelling and screaming about that, it was a shootout though, it was a shootout, it was 2-10 each at half time. Mm.
2: The, uh, yeah, it was sloppy. It was very sloppy. But, I mean, it was hard to get really... Worked up or emotional for that
1: game? Well, everyone expected uh, St Kilda to kind of outrun North Melbourne in the second half because they played in a cyclone, basically North Melbourne the week before, up in Cairns, and so they thought
0: they're going to have heavy legs. But they got smashed, St Kilda. They embarrassed. I think it was Ben Brown, maybe kicked seven all up in the end, yeah. six or seven in the end. I Did think really most well. of them in the last term? Yeah, they kicked away. I think they got seven in the last term to win uh, quite comfortably. And St Kilda took it so badly, they um, they had their holiday weekend called off. Oh, no way. Yeah, so they had a morning. Three days off. Had a meeting on the Saturday. Yep. And then. But but was it
2: something, was it a real, like, did he really put it on them hard or just said no eggs for anybody? Yeah,
0: no chocolate. Something like that. He's
2: ruined it. Yeah, that's it.
0: Um, So I'm not sure what they, and it actually went so far, there's footage online as well. And I I do love this stuff. Oh, yes. It's the uh, St. Kilda fan burning his membership with a blowtorch, which is awesome. And also, you're pretty close to your feet
2: there, mate. So I'm glad it worked out well. That's a a retort to the, uh, the, was it the Richmond microwaving? Yeah, that was the classic. Okay, so then there's the blowtorch. I guess it's only going to escalate from here. What, how, what, well, what you, you, you worked
1: in the mines. Can you get us access to any C4? <laughs> I would love to
2: blow up my <laughs> Carlton membership. We could get it. We could probably find a couple of P-boosters, yeah. Yes, yeah, 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 as we call them. Do yeah. you want
0: to get stuck in, Adam, about the Suns winning?
2: Oh, Luke. I wish I could, but I mean, I'd actually want to check the score. So you yeah, let's what the have Eagles a look. Yeah, with, uh, we're Western about Bullets five p.m. Before, Eastern Standard before Time. Before I give you shit about it, but no,
1: you're fine. You are leading seventy-five to twenty-five at three, uh, with eleven fifty-six to go in the uh, wow,
2: that's third quarter. Well, you are smashing the Western Bulldogs. It is all over for the Western Bulldogs. Can we talk about that? No, because we've still got to talk about cut. But yes, it's... um, Wow, I was expecting a much tighter contest, guys, I've got to admit, because...
0: yeah, you're thinking, what the fuck am I here doing this shit when I could be at the game enjoying it?
2: I'm actually thinking I've only got a few more minutes b- before I have to head off and do my own No, you're right, we should let you go that. shortly. We actually we'll,
0: might as well wrap it up. Actually, haven't we got any more we got to do? Well, we've just got to talk about uh, I, I the I, Carlton game, mate. We've got to talk about some injuries. I did
2: have one interesting oh, yeah. bit of news from the Collingwood game, uh, the fracture of um, Broomhead's leg. Did you see the vision? I, I saw the vision. I, I made that audible sort of yeah, so of, oh, I saw it. Horrible. But, and they said um, a class act from Heath Shaw. Uh, former Collingwood player went up and consoled him while he was on the stretcher. They actually zoomed in on the audio, and you can hear Heath Shaw actually say, um, "If I ever see you again, I'll break the other fucking." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, Heath, that's uh, that's not like you. That's what Heath is known for." But you know, they look, you know, have got to got to get it in their head.
0: That was brutal, and the yep. Scully one was not as brutal, but you could just see it, kind almost see it kind of being cracked in slow motion, couldn't you? Yeah, just the way collapse went on, his and leg. on and on and on. That leg kind of bent three in or four different ways. Angle. but uh, head so.
1: I didn't want to watch it, and I thought, I oh, probably need to, because we need to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And so I went to the AFL website, <laughs> and I clicked on the video, and the still at the start of the video, before I'd even pressed play, was like a leg bent
2: yeah. around the yeah. post, and I was like, that'll yeah. Yeah, do me. Yeah, I know what's happened. He
0: kicked himself in the thigh, essentially.
2: I know, oh, fuck. Um, I know that. It well, was, he didn't really, but... They, 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 you're worried sometimes that they're not going to play it, or that they, like, you want to see what happened, and then, but they played the shit out of this clip. It was just on reverse and the different angles. But um, I was just kind of curious, like, does that, like, the argument that players are just softer these days? Because, I mean, Lee would have bent that thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is true. Are they not getting
2: enough calcium? No, well, I, I, I Lee think, would have cracked their I think it's those compressions that they all wear. Yeah, the Lee's okay. making them soft, to be honest. Mm.
0: I was but, talking to one friend who was like, oh, why didn't fucking even try and kick it anyway? Because it was a goal by a mile. <laughs> and I was like,
2: it was pretty yeah, close. No, yeah, that's something. <laughs> but still, he, though, you could see on Scully's face as he's rolling around with that fractured ankle, he's still, like, so glad he's not at Melbourne. <laughs> well, uh, Tim Broomhead
1: was on the Green Whistle after the game yeah. And if you've ever been on that, that is a lot of fun It's worth breaking a bone for
0: Really? It, it hits you straight away? Oh, yeah, I dislocated my shoulder at
1: the snow once And uh, was on the Green Whistle And then went back to the car park to have to drive home And then I gave it to my friend and he had a few hits of it mm-hmm. And then we were driving back So you're pretty, you're pretty high by this stage And I was driving back And we put it in the console in the middle of the car and we're driving back, and I said, "Oh, we've got to change a CD." And so my mate uh, opened up the console, and it filled because it smells like a texter. It's really powerful. Oh, okay, I didn't know that smell. Yeah, and it's got and
2: the, f- it's rocks in it, isn't it? And that's what
1: you're in. Oh the- no, for me they put the liquid on the gauze, and you inhale that. Nice. And then it filled up the whole car, and I had to pull over. Like I was fucking. Off. No way. Yeah, yeah, it's the best. <laughs> that's awesome. So if you're out there and you got uh, you're at the footy, and you know your team's getting flogged, like if you're a Western Bulldogs fan and you're listening to this because we're not live. Uh,
0: Roll down the stairs, get on the green whistle. I <laughs> <laughs> Have a bit of fun with it. It's just great. launch yourself. Yeah, yeah you absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I remember injuring myself pretty badly uh, during a game, and they didn't have the green whistle. That All they could give me was a slide whistle. So it was just me going... Mm-hmm. Uh, but it was hilarious. So it made me feel better. But you'd yeah. be sad. It would, Wouldn't it be more like just... Mm-hmm. Well, I, <laughs> I,
1: I fucking wish I had it yesterday for the uh, Carlton Gold Coast game, which I went to, mm-hmm. and it was over by quarter
2: time. But, you, I mean, you did get to see Tom Lynch... He's very fucking good. But also,
1: Carlton are very fucking shit.
2: Tom Lynch looks like the kind of guy who, whose mum was a model. You know what I mean? Like You, you get these guys who are clearly, they're, they're just nice stock. Yeah. He's a very pretty, big, talented man. Yeah. Just...
1: Where do you think he'll be next year?
0: Carlton. Really? You
2: think no, he'll go to the Blues? No, I just want to see your eyes light up.
1: Oh, fuck. No, I don't think we'll get him. I think Collingwood will get him.
0: <laughs> Who's talking about him? Yeah. Who, like, because uh, last year Richmond with Dusty, we had a few names being banding around. Yeah, and well, I guess North, and North, St. Kilda or the North like. have
1: got the money, but they don't need... got they the they got war ben chest, Brand. Adam. It's
0: not money, it's a war chest. Yeah, no,
1: that's true. They're saying the Tigers. War chest. Could be in the running for him because Jack Rewald's sort of ending like towards the end, the back end. Okay, it's closer to the end that he is to the start. Yeah, as we okay, say yeah, in the game. gotcha.
0: So maybe back end that contract.
1: Yes, hmm, But uh, so Collingwood and say Richmond would be in need for him. Mm-hmm. St Kilda have got Paddy McCartin, but that's not going particularly well.
0: I mean, I suppose uh, I mean if you if you're a team is not going well, you just throw everything at him, wouldn't you?
2: I mean, North Melbourne needs everything. Hmm. Well, right. that is true. They do need everything, but the, I don't know how many players would actually be excited about going to North Melbourne. Is Tom Lynch,
0: is he that marquee player in terms of getting people into the game and the like, just by the fact he's Absolutely. been out, he's been in the Suns though, and, and so maybe doesn't have that Melbourne penetration?
1: I, I think as soon as he came to a Melbourne team. Yeah, he'd be everywhere. Oh, people would, he put bums on seats. he put bums on seats, yeah. get people in the house. He was
2: very good yesterday. He's six foot, He's like six foot eight, and he's, yeah. he did this sidestep. After picking it up, like it was, it was like a toy to him yesterday. Mm -hmm. The Carlton Football Club, not the football. All right. um... (laughs) (laughs) No, he was very, he was very impressive. He was great. But uh, the Giants too, I was very impressed with them.
1: Yeah, I thought they held held it together yesterday. It was a game they would have probably dropped the last couple of years, but uh, they're yeah. looking ominous. I think.
2: They, I think
0: even their coach himself would have said that actually. Yeah, I okay. could say that. That was a couple of years ago. Would have, well, last year would have been a game they lost.
1: Yeah, and also the the which demons, is weird
0: because didn't they finish like <laughs> second on the ladder or something? Yeah, I, I just
1: think I think he meant at the MCG that they <laughs> uh, have okay. struggled there in recent times. And then even the demons hung on. I was watching that game uh, last night and. The Lions matched them in the last quarter, and then the Ds kicked away. They won like 26 points
2: in the end. They did it kind of easy, but it wasn't an easy win. They're still looking like bottom four, Brisbane, but yes. they look better, if that, mean, if that means anything. Yeah. I love, I love um, uh, the tall, something wood. Hipwood. Hipwood. I love great, hipwood. isn't it he? he looks like he's going to break. Yeah, but he goes hard. He runs. He's so tall. He's quick. Yeah, and he, I love, I love a big man who can kick on the run. Yeah,
1: if and off the back of uh, last week's devastating loss to Geelong, when Maxi Gorn mm-hmm. missed that goal, and then uh, Cam Guthrie sledged him and apologised in the car park. Yeah, that's
2: where all apologies are. The best apologies are held in a car park. All I the find. best
0: action happens in car parks. Yeah. I reckon? Usually a KFC car park. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah. wouldn't,
2: w- w- wouldn't it be great if Gorn just kind of went? No, no. You embarrass me out there, you're going to come out and apologise to me on the Oval. <laughs> exactly where you did it. I'm well, apparently...
0: Think, did Guthrie wait for him and then...
1: I, I don't know if they just ran into each other, but apparently Guthrie was sledging him and the siren went. So it looked a lot uh, worse. gotcha. It looked like he'd fucking gone. <laughs> you, you cost him the game, you yep. fucking yep. weak thing. But he had started it, siren went.
0: Yeah, gotcha, gotcha. So it would
2: have gone, you stupid... Siren. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: So it sounded like perfectly timed...
2: Obscenity, ben. yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> How do you go from being you, you rather than actually having the humility to go, Fuck, we're really lucky you missed that, as opposed to go, Yeah, you fucked yeah, up. Yeah, like, yeah, like, there's a yeah. lot of confidence. long you were so lucky that he missed that. Yeah. Yeah, but well, anyway, yeah,
0: well, the Hawks have them tomorrow for the big Easter Monday spectacular. You can't, you confident. Uh, confident Confident I think it's maybe not impossible for us to win Because apparently so there's going to be
1: There's three really good players in the Geelong midfield That's the thing
0: I saw a photo of him the other day And you just go Holy moly Yeah Holy moly That's yeah. going to be hard yakka. I feel sorry for whoever has to kind of be in the Hawks for mid- midfield Or any midfield for For um, uh,
2: when you play the Cats this year Yeah I don't did know. I mean, the, Melbourne did a good job of a quote of accounting for them. I mean, they didn't have I mean, That's yes, right. That's right. So yeah. they only played half of them. That's right.
0: You're right, Craig. We will win by ten goals. <laughs> <laughs> Can I quickly talk about rough? Uh, you, if you want to, if you do actually have to head I, off, I do or, have to yeah. head off because of the public transport system in the city. For sure, man. We'll head off. Hey, thank you so much for joining us. We're going to talk Absolute for a little pleasure. bit longer,
2: but we'll watch Craig leave the room. <laughs> good luck with the show tonight. I can't wait the the audible part with the door shutting. And was like, God, oh, thank fuck he's gone. <laughs> we will do that. But, uh, comedyfestival.com. We, we record. Everything, is, Adam. <laughs> your show is called uh, The Quarter Blood Prince and it's on the mantra on Russell at 7 o'clock. Thanks for coming in, Craig. Thanks, Thanks mate. Go, Eagles. There we go. Craig's gone.
0: Craig's gone, Adam. We can talk, Good. We can talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was awesome. Um, you were ad yesterday, though. Yeah. Yes. Roof was off. Beautiful day. For, great. You know what? Perfect conditions Perfect for football. Perfect conditions for football. Yeah. Even though Carlton couldn't hold a mark. They kind of were. They kind of were. But also, I, I, I don't know. Open, shut, what do we do? Because, I mean, is it as bad for the audience in real life as it is on the TV? Uh, no, I, no, it's not. It's not. Because when, when the telly picks it up, it's like,
1: you know, when you're trying to take a picture on your camera mm. and it's light or dark and it's either all light or mm. all dark. Yeah. And when you're at the ground... That's, that's like, more a
0: contrast thing.
1: Yeah, it doesn't happen at all. Like, your mm. eyes are okay. Yeah. My eyes don't operate like TV cameras. Yeah, okay. So it's kind of fine. I think sometimes, because it does run uh, east-west, the ground that
0: uh, occasionally the ball will get in people's lost eyes. Lost in the eyes, yeah. Yes, yeah. it gets lost in the sun. Which does happen at the G every now and then as well. Yeah, So yeah, I it suppose it's just, a, just one of the natures of the game. It's well, an outdoor you, game, it's a winter sport. Do you not put up like a, uh, like a bit of cloth shade sort of thing?
3: Oh,
1: yeah, scrim. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's just, it's not fully blacked out, but no. like, like a bit of a random. Evens yeah. it out.
0: Yes. Oh, just close the fucking roof. Yeah, well, you could close the fucking roof, <laughs> yes. Uh, I've got my new favourite thing, and I haven't sprawled through it too much. But um, uh, Ralph, what's Ralph? You know Ralph? No, who's Ralph? Ralph the roof. Mm-hmm. What? Ralph the roof is the name of the roof at Etihad Stadium. Oh, that Ralph! They've given it a name. Ralph. Oh, good, good. It's good, Ralph good. the roof, uh-huh. and, and Ralph the roof has a Twitter account. So oh, fuck. Uh, you know
1: who hates Ralph the roof? Brad Scott <laughs> fucking hates it, mate. It's got to be. It's either open or shut. I mean, what are um, you doing,
0: Ralph? It's R-A-L-F, um, Ralph oh. the roof. Okay, at, uh, on Twitter, Ralph the roof. Yep. Uh, and so, let me see, Ralph the Roof. Hey, guys, I'm loving this autumn weather so much, so I'm going to stay open today. Hashtag, ooh, hashtag. Fuck, <laughs> balls. Hashtag, no Belmont show for me today. Hashtag, team open. Hashtag, uh, AFL Blues. And so, hang on, list.
1: this was yesterday. Ralphie tweeted that yeah, he's going to be open. Yeah, no,
0: we can get to Ralph's account to find out information about the roof. Like, if it's going to be open, open it shut. Um, what's Ralph's view on on how, you know, things are going to operate? Yeah. What's it say here? Um Someone here has had a go at Ralph the Roof. You need to take some responsibility for the poor footy. That's on. Must have been Good Friday. Yep. And oh, and Ralph fucking came back. Said you need to start cheering louder. The (laughs) guy came back at the roof. You need to shut up. Fuck, (coughs) mate. No,
1: good on Ralph (laughs) for defending himself there. If you're a roof and you're open, you got to stick up for yourself.
0: Um, should we tweet Ralph the Roof?
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: let's send a message to Ralph. Yeah.
1: Okay. Um, what can we say? What's a good thing to say? What, what do you say to a roof? I mean, this is my first opportunity.
0: How about house the chicken salt at Eddie Ed Stadium?
1: Yeah, I like it. Um, although, should we ask something about being more roofy? Have you ever
0: thought about... Uh, should we send him like an abusive meme or something? No, no, have you ever thought about, like... I'd like to find... I'd love it if i will eventually dig a bit deeper and find out that rough the roof is, like, alt-right or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> um, is there something about, have you ever
1: thought about putting in, like, a skylight or something like that? Okay. You know, so you can be closed, but we can still get the, yeah. the
0: sunlight coming through. Okay, i just got to put the mic down for a second. Well, that doesn't mean you can't keep talking. But I don't know what to talk about. Okay, okay. So i put in a, a, to hop in one, head. Have you ever thought... And we'll see how long, hopefully,
1: Ralph yeah. the Roof... Because, you know, he would, be, he would be onto it. Putting in a skylight? It, do you think, like, uh, what level of employee would be
0: looking after Ralph the Roof? How high team? do you have to be on the social media scale yeah. before you get given the fucking roof? <laughs> yeah, idiot? Yeah. Before you get the uh, password to Ralph the Roof. I like to think it's Gil yeah okay He's just and I also like home. to think it was alright as well <laughs> uh, have you ever thought of putting in a skylight should I hashtag it can we give it a hashtag yes what should we say uh, uh, roof life L-Y-F roof L-Y-F <laughs> yep E uh, roof lit um, roof lit how like L-I-T yeah yeah because like you know fucking fun lit. how about uh, no Melbourne show for you this year yeah we'll confuse him yeah yeah uh,
1: what, what's some other good uh, What's a really confusing hashtag That you would put for um
0: Crooked Hillary <laughs> Yes Yes do that as well <laughs> And there then we obviously
1: uh, Hashtag Alt-Right
0: Well I, 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 I We'll work our way to that Oh okay Okay. Alright cool well, uh, So basically We want to uh, report back next week To see if Ralph Ralph the Roof Has talked back to us Yes Good on you Ralphie We've got a couple of footballers In real life Excellent um, <laughs> hey, here's one from Richard This is a nice one It's very well written I'm going to get it up It's a bit longer but it's good Mate, we love long ones We love detail uh, for, Yeah, Richard uh, Fairly long time listener infrequent, Mildly infrequent caller mm-hmm. Anyway, I get down to business I promise The following happened Even though it stinks of bullshit uh, Last Sunday, just gone I went to our nation's capital To see my team well, Not only a team I Could have also gone to the Mint Could have gone lovely Lake Burley Griffin Yeah Could have gone down to the Federal Police, made a few confessions. (laughs) Uh, My team GWS take on those rat bastards, the Western Bulldogs. What better way to spend a Sunday, hey? Despite living in Sydney, I flew down and on my flight, who was there? But none other than Shane Mumford, Big Mummy. Oh, I wonder if... uh, Got the snags out. Yeah, if he puts the order in. They're like, "Uh, Mr Mumford, would you
1: like a sausage? He's like, I don't want a sausage.
0: (laughs) I want all the sausages you have. Yeah. Now, you might have heard, he wants lots, I want all. Uh, he had a brief chat about how he was feeling watching the games. Now, he's recently retired. I know he seems big on the telly, but in real life, he's fucking enormous. And a great guy to boot. I would have thought Mummy was a good bloke. He's yeah. from, from Bunyip, isn't he? Uh, I think he might be right. Yeah, yeah. and I reckon that just, yeah, if you're from Bunyip, you've got to be a cracking bloke. He's seen a few friends to interviews with him and stuff, and he, uh, yeah, seems to light up the those. Puts in a bit of effort, tries. It's all you want. He's just a fucking lad. He's a sausage-eating lad. After a tour of parliament and a delicious brunch, I watch my boys absolutely humiliate the doggies, which will never not be enjoyable. Oh, yeah, I realise, of course, the prelim. That's why ah, Richard doesn't that's like that's why he hates him, Gotcha. I headed back to the airport, and as so I have lounge access in brackets, I'm doing very well for myself. We're all doing very well, Richard. <laughs> uh, who is waiting there but none other than the Fox footy crew? Hutto, Nick Del Santo, Braddy Johnson and Gary Lyon. Thankfully, my wallet was in my pocket and my partner was on a trip to Adelaide, so no harm came of us. I do love that reference. That's fantastic. We haven't said that enough. Never touched a man's wallet or wife on well, this think, podcast of late. I think just because people know it now. We've said it enough that it's just ingrained. You've got to be very careful. You're going for an interview at SEN. You see big Gareth there. Yeah, yeah. And you've got to be like, okay. Just, I, might, I might leave it outside the studio. I might leave this in the, uh, the hands of the producer right there. <laughs> Ah, uh, honey, if you just wait in the car yeah. <laughs> as well. <laughs> I never know what's going to happen. Um, uh, be this, uh, by this stage, the Geelong-Melbourne game was on. I'd placed a $10 multi on my tips and was currently sat at 7 to 9 with Geelong and Sydney needing to win to bring home the bacon. I was stood behind the Fox footy guys watching it and got into a conversation with Hutto after he heard me muttering with stress as the cats tried their best to throw it away. Mm. He advised me to cash out on my multi. I was offering $300 at the time. As the cats were crooked... Uh, cooked. Uh, by that point the doggies players had joined us in the lounge and the crowd was gathering around the TV. So the doggies and the fox footy guys were there. Oh, he's still very well. While well, it's giving side eye to Bev on the Bont, my heroes in orange and charcoal turned up to join us in the lounge as well. <laughs> All we right, had well two this teams. Is a fucking football in real life overload. This is awesome. He's Boop. got
1: he's got 44 players plus coaches, probably travelling emergencies plus plus, plus the, the, uh, the fox, fox footy. footy crew. He's
0: got access to the to the lab. <laughs> right there, he can say what was the pressure factor without even having to watch. I didn't even think about this too. Like, play the players probably jump on the same plane and go home together. What if there was a bit of bit of biffo during the game? Well, they'll find a different. They'll find a different city, so they wouldn't be on the yeah. same plane. That's a very good idea. Yeah. Well done, Adam. Thank you, mate. For using logic. <laughs> so here I was, but, but no, could could have kicked off in the land. Yeah,
1: exactly. Imagine that. And it's the Virgin Land because they were they uh, everyone sponsored by Virgin. Everyone flies
0: Virgin. Yeah, and so if you're smashing up the Virgin Land, doesn't. It's not as bad as smashing up a Qantas lounge. No, no, not at all. So here I was, surrounded by whole AFL players and my multi on the line. Thankfully, Max Gorn couldn't kick straight from 10 yards and the dream was alive. I debriefed the results with um, Stephen uh, Coniglio and had a good chat about English soccer. Me being English... Uh, Give us back the air in sheets. <laughs> 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 um, following that, I had a chat and got a picture of Phil Davis, handsome Phil Davis, mm. Jeremy Cameron, Callum Ward, and Matt DeBoer, um, uh, who asked me if I wanted to take it. Poor bloke. <laughs> After all this, it was time to fly home. One of those old propeller jobbies were about 50 seats. It was pissing with rain, and I was quickly joined on board by the GWS squad again, including all of the coaches and some of the execs. The plane was delayed getting out. And we sat on the runway for close to two hours, which must have been great for all these six foot plus blokes. Oh, absolutely. We just played a game, probably um, cramping up. Fuck it. G- g- I'm sorry, Virgin.
1: You've got to be better than that. If you've got the GWS team on duck. your, on your flight, you, you just
0: take off. I don't care what sort of weather it is. Anyway, made it home. I didn't cash out and won $640 from a $10 bet. So in conclusion, fuck off. Hutto. <laughs> 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 and Rich said he's currently on top of our tipping competition. Um, that's an awesome story. I, um, have come Canberra around about that same time. I reckon I was on that way back to Rod Carter Studios and I detoured to Canberra. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, because of poor weather in Sydney, we got detoured to Canberra. So you might have been waiting as well, not a bad weather in Canberra, but you might not have been able to get to Sydney as well around about that same time. Richard,
1: so it wasn't perfect conditions for flying?
0: No, no, it was very windy apparently. Oh, yeah, God. Yeah. Um, it was funny because Adam Mate's, um, daughter was on the plane and um and so i was like texted to her parents to kind of say you know like uh you know it's all fine it's just a bit wind and stuff like that yep um and then i was like what happens if like we have to be here for hours and hours and like oh, well i've got to kind of you know keep an eye on her and kind of yep. look after her and i'm like do you, what did they give you a hotel or something like that i'm like oh my god I've, I've, i'm gonna have to take care of 14 i'm like i'm not ready to be a father <laughs> no i think there's a good sitcom in this <laughs> trapped on a plane yeah no, no, being, be, you becoming an instant dad. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Just, just because of a detour of a plane to camera. exactly. forever. Yeah, yeah. Here we go from Nick. I took the girlfriend to Lana Del Rey concert on Saturday night like the good bloke I am. Good on you, Nick. It was a good big crowd and a few people behind me were hooting and hollering, making a bit of nuisance for themselves, which I imagine at a Lana Del Rey concert, they're all a bit... Um, subdued? Subdued. What, so what, I, what sort of music does she do? Because you listen to your fucking rubbish. Okay.
1: Not familiar with that one. What more your, your Metallica
0: pre-game at a Collingwood footy match. I don't know the words. Okay. Uh, I turned around to have a look and saw none other than St Kilda superstar key forward Josh Bruce, Ooh. with a cap pulled down low like a disguise. I can't blame him for trying to hide his identity after his efforts on Good Friday, but the way <laughs> he was carrying on was only drawing more attention to himself. He'd brought his own partner along to the show and was relaxing with a frosty Smirnoff Ice. You can only assume Friday's results hadn't hit him too hard. That's awesome, but also, you know, only one drink because he had to. He didn't get the weekend off at oh, the yeah, end.
1: Exactly. Oh, yeah, exactly. Do you think that um, in the meeting? So uh, Alan Richardson's gone bananas at him. He's gone, you guys, you fucking, you let me down. You let every St Kilda supporter down. You're not having fun this weekend. And Josh, he's put up his hand. He's like, "What about? Can I still go to Lana Del Rey? I got
0: Lana Del Rey, mate." And Richo, he's like, well, yeah, yeah. Richo, do me a solid.
1: Yeah, and he's like, oh, "Mate, I'm not an animal." Of course you can. Yeah, uh-huh. and you know, uh, because you're a big strapping football, you get yourself a smoon off ice, mate. And you <laughs> fucking
0: you, you
1: enjoy that. You've earned that smoon off ice.
0: I just checked uh, Twitter. We did have a notification, but someone had liked Dale. Our- Oh, uh, Ralph the roof. Oh, okay. Thing. Of course they would. Of course yeah, they would. unfortunately, it wasn't that Perhaps
1: over. you know what? Junk timers Ralph coming
0: back to us. Bombard Ralph, the yes, roof please, with alt-right memes no. and anti-vax information. No, no, no. <laughs> just have a chat to Ralph the roof.
1: Give him some love. How many yeah. followers does Ralphie have? Let's
0: have a look at Ralphie the roof. Yeah, I mean, you got to get behind. Got to get a, get, around. Get, a, get around. Ralph the Roof. Get <laughs> Ralph <laughs> around Ralph the roof, please. <laughs> this is what. Uh, just
1: ask him. Ask him any question you 55 want. Fifty-five
0: tweets. He's got a hundred. He's got. Uh, a uh, thousand
1: forty followers. That's not bad. That's not bad. Just say, you know, uh, like on Tuesday, you're going to be open. Not not Eddie had. Are you going to be open, Ralph? I <laughs> know oh, there's no footy there. It doesn't matter. Are you going to be open?
0: Uh, yeah, like Ralphie just shut? goes, it's a lovely day. Yeah. I might just slide it open, give the grass a little bit of a, a yeah. little bit of a lick of sun. Um, you know, how long Because obviously it... it's getting, you know, it's going to get darker and darker over here in the um, the weather of Melbourne. So take advantage of every moment you can rough the roof. How long does it take
1: you to open, Ralph? All, all those questions you've always wanted to ask a roof, but never we're always too shy to do.
0: Hmm. Okay. Oh, this is unfortunate. Ralph the Roof's just tweeted a picture of him wearing blackface. That is unacceptable, <laughs> Ralph the Roof. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We're going to hit the road. We are Junk Time a for at Gmail and Twitter and Facebook. Thank you so much to Craig Quartermain coming into the show. Adam, go and check out Adam's Comedy Festival show, comedyfestival.com.au. We've only about 10 days from the 1st of April to go and see us, so we're going to hit the road. Big game tomorrow, Adam. Is it? Go Hawks. Go Blues.